Hello, welcome to the Film Geek Collective. Today, we have an episode about the future of cinema. And I've probably mentioned it before, but you know, I already said my New Year's plans, my grand master plan. <laughs> you know, I said that in the previous episode. But uh, hey, you know, first of all, since this is a topic episode, there will be no spoilers. And these days, on Wednesdays, I tend to publish early, which for you in the UK or whatever, is probably Tuesday or whatever. But, you know, <laughs> the, uh, the scheduling is a bit weird when you're doing for multiple time zones. Anyway, so yeah, first of all, I'm going to do these shoutouts. Tessie Cat, Elsie Cool, Film, Mama Tig, Zakas Cotton, Marbella, Unicorn, Real Sharks Podcast, aka Ririshaku, Cinemadless Podcast, Schlock Luster Video, Apple Park Films, The Chris Watch, Fizz Pod, Pop and Fizz Podcast, uh, Louisa Hilton, Ashy Slashy, Autistic in Melbourne, Naked Airplane, Larry192726621, Talk Me Into, Films with Amy Zeus, 0999-8580, Caution Spoilers, JGWR, Elsa One, Heavenly Imagine, Still Mellow, Lee JM75, and Eric Sluss. So yeah, um, there are the usual shoutouts, and last time I just remembered, I said episode 116 on the tweet about Christmas and things coming up in 2021. However, it was actually episode 117, which I tried to correct, but I'm not sure anyone seemed to notice that, actually. I don't know. Eh, it's all right. Well, anyway, moving on to the topic. This is, for the record, episode 118. So if I screw up again, set me straight, all right? <laughs> anyway, okay, so... What do I think of the future of cinema? Now, you may think, yeah, this is just, this is just a phase. But, you know, I'm, I'm really am concerned that they're just gonna, they're just gonna put their priority on digital streaming and have cinema as just, I don't know, they'll make tickets more expensive. People will be, people will be discouraged to go, you know, like, uh, I think that, uh, if they make the tickets more expensive and there are so many streaming services that piracy really could be a problem. So that is a big problem to me, you know, because I, yeah, you know, all those ads, all those anti-piracy ads that you had, you know, what are you really burning? Or you wouldn't steal a car or, you know, that, that one they play before movies in Japan where this guy has camera for a video camera for a head. Seriously, search it up. It's awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, what else? Uh, apart from piracy, you know, I think that, uh, COVID-19 is really allowed people to know that they can do things from home. Like, you know, I, I do the podcast mostly from home. I do it on my phone. I, you know, sometimes I have to edit it. I edit it at home. Not with the, not with the, the most advanced controls, but I do, you know? Um, so yeah, you can do many things at home and that's great, but sometimes you need the social experience and I can't wait. As many people would say, I, I, I just cannot wait till COVID-19 is over and we can all go back and we can all go back and be safe and have a community experience again, because time and time again, I just, I, I've always said this, this podcast, this project, whatever this becomes is a community thing. And, you know, <laughs> I, I love the fact that the cinema, I know you can watch it on your own, but it's just not the same as being in a room full of people, you know, in the dark, a room full of people sharing the same experience, same time. It may not be live, sure, but, you know, it's sort of being like in a theater or something like that. 
I mean, sorry to confuse you there. I mean, a play theater, you know, and you're watching the show and you have your different opinions and you have this and that, and you can discuss it afterward. And, you know, that's, I actually think some longer movies should bring back intermissions due to that, uh, due to that thing about uh, being like a play. You know, like in the beginning of cinema, you know, they, they filmed things like a play. They filmed it straight on and they filmed it as if you were just looking from the, from the audience, you know? And of course, then they learned all the camera angles, the cuts, the, that sort of thing. But anyway, what else about the future of cinema? Now, you may not have heard me talk about this. And uh, now before I talk about another topic related to the future of cinema, I mentioned on Twitter that um, I would love people to mention whatever they want that that would, uh, you know, that would be a topic they want me to mention. And I was really hoping, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess there'll be answers over the coming days or something like that. Or, you know, if there are any topics you'd like me to talk about, because I was discussing on Twitter you know, there'll be topic episodes and there'll still be episodes where I analyze films that I've, you know, films that I've seen before, because Martin Scorsese himself would say that, you know, the first time for watch, I'm going to paraphrase, the first time for watching a film is just to experience it, you know, and then the second time or, and so forth and so forth. That can be when you analyze it. So one, I can't remember which episode now, but I said, hey, maybe I should do an episode on Ben-Hur truth be told I've never seen Ben-Hur so I would have to watch that twice and I don't usually like watching things twice in a short amount of time so there you go also this is the last one of the year and appropriately one about the future and uh well yeah this is actually going to be the last episode before wait a minute let me just check something 36 yeah last episode before I turn 19 years old 19 crazy huh but yeah, okay, what else? Now, Warner Brothers releasing all their major films, all right? <sighs> this is what troubles me. You know, I I get wanting to I get wanting to have two options. I get people wanting to watch from home because it's safer, but at least tell the filmmakers, you know? And, you know, just don't just pull the rug out from under them. Just <laughs> have options. You know, like if some filmmakers wanted to wait to put their films in theaters, let them, you know? And then people mention Sony is uh, a studio that, Sony owns a series of studios that would, uh, you know, they are more theatre friendly, cinema friendly. Okay, I should say cinema friendly because of my analogy earlier. But uh, yeah, what I think is that, yeah, Warner Brothers really pulled the rug out from under them and I don't think it's fair on them. And, you know, it's, I, I really do think that it goes back to what I was saying earlier. The filmmakers want you to be in the cinemas and watch the things. And, you know, some of it, I th- I can understand the sentiment, but some of it was like, some of it to me felt like, oh, we, you know, you should go in the theater anyway, despite the virus, you know, risk it. And, you know, I get that they want people to see it in a certain way, but I just don't get risking that much for a movie no matter how good it is and I get the digital thing but I think there's a little I think there's a little bit of uh, no side is perfect you know this is my opinion no side is perfect and hopefully you know I, I think more so with the studio I think that the studio should learn 
that they should ask filmmakers first and delay the films if they want and you know and maybe another thing right because because covid has stopped cinema exhibition i was thinking when cinema comes back maybe more and more i think at least one person suggested more and more people will go to what digital distribution for their movies or you know smaller movies i mean you know i mean there'll still be some indies that make it to theaters sure but you know what i think i think that uh, i think that the theaters will just sort of become either for bigger movies or movies that desperately want to be in the theaters because of the because of the wide variety of options right now you, you can put your movie on prime you can have your movie picked up by netflix if you're lucky you know i mean netflix is one of the the members of the motion picture association now it's crazy but uh yeah well that takes that to so many streaming services you know so so many like sure even if they show a film in cinemas even if one of these companies shows a film in cinemas then then they're just going to put it on their streaming service and unless someone pays for that streaming service which there's going to be what a minimum of what 20 streaming services and they really expect us to pay for it all to catch up with the latest movies you know like uh, a lot of people might use free trials sure but you know like if you have if you want to watch uh, if you want to watch greyhound and that's on apple tv if you want to watch roma i'm just using various examples roma on netflix or i don't know whatever on prime borat on prime or it gets complicated very quickly you know it just uh, it's a tangled web really and i think that the physical media market they should at least if not physical media and i'm really hoping that they would do physical media releases in the future for these things because if people don't want to subscribe to a given streaming service, they should have the option to get the title. Uh, anyway, so, okay, at least at least put the title out digitally, even if you don't do a physical release, even if you don't have the budget for some reason for a physical release, which I'm sure these studios do. They would have the budget for a physical release. And, yeah, I, I feel like if you're restricting access to movies that more and more people could see, you know, even if they don't pay for your streaming service, what about, what about, hey, if, if uh, someone, if someone buys a hypothetical physical copy of Borat 2 or whatever, like a, a part of it goes to Amazon, part of it goes to Sasha Baron Cohen, part of it goes to the, all the royalties and stuff, you know, it's, it's a win situation for the consumer and the makers now this is just what i think you can obviously i i encourage all of you to express your own opinions and if you've listened to this episode comment banana now <laughs> i was i was thinking i was actually thinking of that joke for a long time i just thought you know let's see who's listened to this episode and who can put banana at the end of their comment <laughs> or maybe on next week's episode put banana at the end of your comment if you listen to the last one or whatever i don't know. i just had to put that joke in there somewhere uh what else discussion on twitter has been really good with you guys you know i just uh before i recorded this i had a discussion with apple park films about uh about 4k discs because i tweeted out something that you know i was like hey full metal jacket looks pretty great in 4k because I was considering, I was, I was thinking, you know, hey, George, can I review Full Metal Jacket on the podcast? And I'm looking, I'm looking. It's like episode 83, Full Metal Jacket. I've already done it. And, you know, I think, 
I, I was in half a mind to do a redux of it, to put new thoughts about it, but I'm not sure. I'm not against revisiting films, but I think if I did, I would try to revisit them in this in this bunch of things. Like if I wanted to revisit, say, Full Metal Jacket and Aliens, hypothetically, you know. And those two films, actors crossed over sets to see each other, which was interesting. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Well... Okay, what was I saying? Uh, what else? Uh, I just wish COVID-19 could be over. Uh, 2021 better be a good year. Honestly. And if it isn't, well, I guess we'll live. We made it through this year and we're going to make it again, alright? Part of this podcast's purpose is motivation. And, you know, I hope, I, I hope I've motivated someone through the year. I'm sure, I'm sure that I've got at least one comment from one of the past episodes, um, where someone said, hey, uh, thanks for motivating us all through 2020. Also, if you're wondering why I don't say 2020, um, because, I don't know, I <laughs> have a mild form of OCD, and I'm being absolutely honest when I say that, by the way, I do have a mild form of OCD, and, I don't know, I feel like 2020 is just like saying 2000 for me, so that's why you don't hear me say 2020 very often. Funnily enough, when I'm describing something like Blade Runner 2049, I'll say that because, you know, it just sounds like it's what they called it in the marketing, it seems. You know, it's kind of weird on different days. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, come to think of it, um, COVID-19, the extended cut of Avatar. I know this seems like a tangent, but I'll, I'll tie it in. The extended cut of Avatar at the beginning has a scene on Earth where everyone's wearing masks and, you know, I, it was pointed out on some YouTube comment, it was like, it's funny, people are still wearing masks in the future, but actually that's kind of a scary thought, in a way. What if we are still wearing masks in the far future for, for whatever reason, you know? <sighs> scary thoughts out there, man. Or people, or whatever. I, I don't know. Did I, did I just say man out of habit or what? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I feel like I'm rambling. So yeah, COVID-19, Warner Brothers releasing things, so many streaming. So, yep, I've covered all there is to cover and that's okay. That's 15 minutes right there. Or maybe, okay, 14 and a half. But by the time I do my little motivational outro, it'll probably be 15 or whatever. Or by the time I add Stokes to beginning and end, which this time I'll remember to do. <laughs> All right, if you want to inspire, if you want to create, if you want to electrify, if you want to, I don't know, Alakazam, uh, we need your voice because you can change things for the better. Now go change things for the better. <laughs>